How we doing? I am your host, Robert T. Gardner Jr., also known as Dr. Rob. Welcome to Station B.O.B. And let me tell you a little about thee. I am a kid from a Harlem hood who turned out good. I got educated like I should. Now I know how to help you grow to become the best of your being in life, love, and work. With that said, I am here to provide you with some clarity associated with the perplexity of the challenges in your life, love, and work. So, without further ado, let's get down on it. Enjoy the show. Ah, uh, yes. Welcome once again, my friend, to Station B. Oh, B, where you listen to learn how to become the best of your being in life, love, and work. I am your host, Dr. Rob, and as always, I am excited, filled with enthusiasm, and just so happy to be here with you today. But also, I am happy that you are here with me today as well. So thank you so much for tuning in once again, my friend. And of course, I have another special podcast for you today. So after you listen to this podcast, please tell a friend, tell a foe, heck, tell everybody you know to check out the show, the podcast at Station B.O.B., where we provide content to make good people better and sad people glad. And with that said, before we jump in on the topic today, I have a new segment where I'd like to just talk about, you remember how you used to go to the movies? Well, I guess we still go to the movies, but not as much as we used to because of the pandemic and so on and so forth. But do you remember back in the day when you went to the movies and before, you know, while you're getting your popcorn and you're getting comfortable, where you're going to sit on the edge in the middle or the edge of the aisle, you, you had to look at the, the movies that were coming soon. So on that note, I want you to look out for some podcasts that are coming soon. Something like, sometimes things happen in life that make no sense. We cannot explain them. We cannot understand them. Sometimes things happen in life that only a pastor may be able to explain. That's a podcast coming soon. Another one, another podcast coming soon is how to possibly understand and reconcile with child abuse. How do we how do we reconcile and understand child abuse, especially if you have been a victim? And coming soon. Why does it hurt so much for people to face the truth? And finally, coming soon, sometimes it's okay to say no. Are you that person that just, you know, when, when people ask you for things, I mean, you may, you know, have money in the bank, may be a generous type of person, but that doesn't mean that you always have to say yes. And so, on this podcast, we're going to talk about 
sometimes it's okay to say no. So keep in mind, those are the podcasts coming soon. Today, I just want to mention that this podcast is, you know, about a tough subject, you know, for those of us who sometimes give up on life or give up on themselves. And, you know, it even has overtones of, you know, having to deal with suicidal ideations. And I know it's a tough subject, but that's what we do at Station B.O.B. At Station B.O.B., we, we, we talk about the things that people don't necessarily like to talk about, but they need to be talked about. Let me ask you, who, who likes to talk about the tough topics? Exactly. Crickets on that one. But I have to tell you, here at Station B.O.B., we take on the tough topics because they are topics that need to be taken on. And they are also topics that that I believe will help you be able to navigate through some of the challenges and hurdles of life that you may experience. Because, see, we all for the most part, we have the same experiences. And then when I was coming up there, you, there was a saying that I think is still relevant today, that the game is the same, only the players have changed. And what that says is that the same stuff is happening over and over, except it's happening to different people now. But it's the same thing. And so with that said, it's time to move into the topic for today's podcast. And that topic is it's okay to not be okay. Now, what do I mean by that? Well, essentially, as we live this life as human beings, the 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 truth of the matter, the reality is is that we are going to face some adversity. You And you really need to understand that, except I know sometimes things happen that we cannot understand. But I will say that again, as, you, as human beings in this life, we or you are going to face some adversity. Not only are you going to face some adversity, but sometimes adversity will and can manifest itself in your life at any time. I'm going to say that again. Adversity will and can manifest itself in your life at any time. In my life too. I've had some experiences already. And before I go any further with that, for the record, I just want to, you know, to clarify what adversity means. Although I, I know in general, we all know what adversity means. But sometimes I like to bring extra clarity to my topics or to a point that I'm trying to make. And so Webster defines adversity as Difficulties, misfortune, 
and these difficulties and misfortune includes everything that can be bad for a good life. I think that little part, that's my little uh, piece on that. So I just want to say that again. It can include everything that can be bad for a good life. Like, in other words, you're living a good life, things are rolling, you're on top, and things happen like the death of a loved one. A devastating diagnosis. As a matter of fact, you know, I just I just paused there for a second because I'm thinking about my own self. I was just diagnosed with prostate cancer back in November of 2021. And, it, you know, my diagnosis, in a sense, it was devastating because nobody wants to have cancer, okay? At least not me or anybody that I know. However, my doctor, when he shared the diagnosis with me, he spoke more about the cure than the cancer. And he assured me that my in, in my situation, I had a small amount in the prostate and that he is going to cure me with the appropriate medical treatments, which in my case was radiation. And I just completed my radiation treatments uh, maybe about three weeks ago now, and I'm starting my body. You know, I mean, I was never really in a bad way, if you will. But, you know, radiation treatment is like radiation treatment. And, you know, it caused some swelling and things like that in my, you know, in that area where the prostate and the penis and how that, you know, how you, how my urination flows and things of that sort. But I'm bouncing back and I'm so happy to be with you today to talk about adversity and the idea that it's okay not to be okay. So continuing on, when adversity strikes, you know, we already talked about, you know, you could receive a devastating diagnosis. The What about the breakup of a 20-year marriage with four children? The loss of a job that you loved and worked on for 15 or 20 years. Or you might have to quit school or drop out of college because you, because of a lack of funds. You don't have enough money to pay your tuition. And I can go on and on and on. Adversity can strike at any time on anybody. And it can be anything bad for your life. And so when adversity manifests itself in your life, you need to, you know, I say need, and that sounds absolute and a strong word, but heck, you need to know and understand that it is okay not to be okay. It is imperative that you, that, you try to understand this about this life we live is that things will happen or may cause you to be or to not be okay. And that is when you have to invoke the understanding 
that life is not about what happens to you, but B-U-T, life is about what handles. I mean, I'm sorry. Life is about how you handle what happens to you because something will happen. Now what? Again, it is important to understand that it is okay to not be okay, meaning that we all go through things and you are not alone. And when you are not okay, it's important to understand that there are others who are not okay. And some of us do better in these situations than others. But the idea is that you can learn how to become okay when you are not feeling okay based on whatever adversity or scenario you may be faced with right now or sometime in the future. And as I have previously mentioned, and now that adversity has reared its devastating circumstance or event, you will go on an emotional journey. That's right. And everybody's emotional journey is their own journey. But what's important to an adverse situation that may catapult you onto or into an emotional journey is things may not be, you know, things can happen that you may not be able to explain from feeling real bad, feeling real mad, feeling sad, confused, depressed, angry, whatever your emotional journey is as a result of this adverse event or circumstance, please understand that in order to best sustain yourself, it is best that you feel your feelings. That's right. Cry about it. Sit in your feelings. Allow yourself to go through that emotional journey, whatever it is. Sometimes we are angry. Sometimes we are mad. Sometimes we are sad. It is important to learn how to to experience your feelings. Sit with your feelings. Cry about it. Talk about it. Feeling your feelings so that you could move past those deep emotional experiences to a point where now you can begin to think about what happened and what you should do. Because you see, if you just get caught in your emotions, sometimes, you know, have you ever heard this, you know, the phrase, well, you know, I mean, somebody passes away and and you'll hear somebody say, well, you know, I don't think he or she has properly, mourn the loss of, you know, her brother, her father, or his brother, or his mother. And so what happens is if we don't properly mourn, if we don't experience those feelings, then the adversity becomes worse. 
It becomes worse because now when we we have plummeted it to a point where we're not even thinking of how to rebound, how to handle the scenario. We're just thinking about how bad we feel, how sad we feel, how mad we are. And so it's important to to feel your feelings. Remember that. Gonna step aside to let a promo in. We come back, we'll pick it up on the other side of the break. Relationship Readiness Life and Work Preparedness Services, the place you come to for coaching, consulting, and counseling in life, love, and work. We are a multi purpose service organization that will coach you up, educate, guide, and motivate you to succeed. We provide management training and consulting services for all businesses in the areas of employee relations, unionized employees, progressive discipline, the annual review process, and emotional intelligence to develop effective leaders for your organization. And our relationship counseling services for individuals, couples, groups show you how to become relationship ready with improved self-esteem, resilience, and self-awareness. To learn more about our programs and services, please contact Robert T. Gardner Jr. by email at changeagentrtg at gmail.com or request a meeting for a free one-hour consultation at relationshipreadiness.org. Thank you, and let's go back to Station B.O.B. Okay, thank you very much. Just trying to keep your business on my mind, on your mind, I'm sorry. And your mind on my business, please check out my website at www.relationshipreadiness.org. I offer lots of different business services from human resources consulting, whether you're a manager or a frontline employee, relationships about love, I'm sorry, consultations about love, life, and work. Just a just a, a a myriad of different services that we provide at relationshipreadiness.org. And thank you. So we're we're back on the topic of it's okay to not be okay. And so before we left for the break, I was talking about the importance of experiencing experiencing your feelings, going through those emotions, whatever they are. Anger, sadness, madness, gladness to experience your feelings so that you can move to a point where you can begin to think about what happened and what to do about what has happened, how to do it and try to put things into perspective. Yes, indeed, perspective is the key to life about anything we experience is to to look at what happened, kind of assess this, how important is this is, is this bad, is this good, well, did he really mean to say that, or did she really mean to try to embarrass me or hurt my feelings, what, what just happened there, perspective, let's work on improving our perspective so when adversity manifests its ugly head we know how to keep things in perspective and that way we don't make bad things worse you feel me and so as you experience the thought process know that it's okay 
to not be okay. But now, as I just said, what are you going to do about it? You know that you you cannot give up and that you should not give up. Life is not about giving up. No, it isn't. You cannot take the easy way out and think about, well, I'm just going to end it all. I'm going to commit suicide. That is not the answer. And that is not the answer you need. And you need to know that. Suicide during a tough, difficult life experience is not the answer. Giving up, turning to drugs or alcohol, to turn a blind eye to your situation, your scenario, your circumstance, your adversity. No, 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 that's not the way to deal with it. One thing I have learned about this life we live is that nothing is ever as bad as it seems. Trust me on that. Like you, I too have been through many things. Oh my God. But, you know, after a lot of these scenarios and situations that when I first learned about them, they seem so bad, devastating, or whatever. And then after I went through that experience, I come, I came to realize that, you know, this situation was not as bad as it seemed. I hawking back to my diagnosis with prostate cancer. When the doctor first told me that, I said to myself, like, what? I mean, for God's sakes, I already have diabetes. I've been a diabetic for 40-plus years, and I'm handling that. And now I'm diagnosed with prostate cancer. And so what I did was put it in perspective, okay? And now that I've gone through the treatment, and let me tell you the 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 medical staff at that treatment center they were wonderful i just i just cannot say enough and you you talking about making a person feel secure safe um just i i i i don't even have words for you know the the treatment that i received I, you know the the location shore point radiation treatment and Lakewood, New Jersey, I just want to give a shout out to them. They, they just worked with me. It's not that the process or procedure was difficult. It's that they were all, the customer service was at a 10. Everybody gets a 10. And it made that process and experience just really doable for me. And now it is behind me. And it's just a matter of time for me to wait for the doctor, you know, to get the, the new diagnosis that the big C is now the big G. The big G as in gonzo. It's out of there. It's out of that prostate of mine. And so, as I said, as we live this life, we will come sometimes to, to see that nothing is ever as bad as it seems. And the only way you can learn about that is you have to go through your adversity and push through to get to the other side. 
And that is when you will come to realize that what you went through may not have been as bad as it seemed when it first happened. So you have to give yourself a chance. This is how we learn how to get strong in life. Because we go through, you know, they say on the street, we go through shit. And if you don't go through shit, okay, you're not going to get tougher, get stronger. And so you have to understand when the going gets tough, the tough should get going. And that is a quote from Joseph Kennedy. I'm not sure if that's Joseph Kennedy, the brother of John Kennedy, but I just want to make sure I give proper credit to the the author of that saying. And here's another one. It's an important quote from Thomas Edison, the man who uh, so-called created the light bulb. Hmm. Here's another important quote from Thomas Edison. Edison, many of life's failures are people who did not realize how close they were to success when they gave up. I, 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 didn't, I didn't finish that strong. I'm going to say that again. Many of life's failures are, are people who did not realize how close they were to success when they gave up. So in other words, don't give up. Don't you quit. And on that note, I just have a poem that I want to share with you. Uh, Years ago, you know, during another one of my struggles back then, it probably was a financial struggle, you know, um, with credit cards and things and just doing all kind of spending money I didn't have. And so I came across this poem and you may have heard of it. And you may not have heard of it, but if you did not hear of it, it's good to know. And if you did hear about this poem, then it's good to be reminded about it. So let me just run through this. The name of the poem is Don't Quit. When things go wrong, as they sometimes will, when the road you're trudging seems all uphill, when the funds are low, but the debts are high, and when you want to smile, but you have to sigh when care is pressing you down a bit rest. If you must, but don't you quit life is strange with its twists and turns as every one of us sometimes learns and many failures turn about when we might have won. Had we stuck it out? Don't give up though. The pace seems slow. You may succeed with another blow. Success is failure turned inside out. The silver tint of the clouds of doubt. You can never tell how close you are. It may be near when it seems so far. So stick to the fight when your heart is hit. It's when things seem worse that you must not quit. Wow. Now put that in your pipe and puff on it. If you're thinking about quitting, don't you quit. Adversity is a part of this life that we live. If you're not experiencing some adversity, then somebody you know is, somebody you used to know is, somebody you related to 
is somebody you're sitting next to on the bus, in your car, on the plane is experiencing some type of adversity. So with that said, I would like you to know, I would like you to understand is that you have to find a way to fight and push through the pain of your adversity. I want you to know that we all have a story and your story can either make you or your story can break you. If your story breaks you, that is what leads to depression, suicidal ideations, and just downright unhappiness and anger. So again, we all have a story. And so if your story makes you, that is how you rise to the occasion and turn your pain into purpose. And when you do that, in many cases, you find out or you may find out what your true calling is in this life. I have met people, women who have been in abusive relationships and then started programs for, for women and women's shelters and, and things of that sort. I mean, so many people have turned their pain into purpose, their pain into gain. And you too can do the same thing, but it's how you look at it. It's how you exercise perspective. So you can make the world a better place and do the work to help others avoid the mistakes you made or find a better way to handle their adversity based on your new lease on life with your business or your sil your skill set that you have gained from your pain. Now, I don't mean to sound insensitive, but for those of you who might be out there thinking about suicide and or ending it all, forget suicide. That is not an option. You see, one day we are all going to die. So do not cut the line. Don't cut the line because you're going to die one day. Wait your turn and your time will come. So in the meantime, Handle your adversity as we all will have to until you come out on the other side. Better able and much stronger. I said that. Let me say that again. When you come out on the other side, you will be better able and much stronger. Stronger. Did I just say stronger? Now that was truly a gaffe. That sounds like a good time to laugh. That's a good laughter thing. I, I messed that word up, but I'm going to keep going with the podcast. You know why? Because I am only human, and like you, I too will make a mistake every now and again. But I think that's something to laugh about that I just muffed that word up. <laughs> So let me just take that from the T.O.P., the top, as we used to say back in the days when I was a DJ. 
when you go through stuff and you handle it, you'll, you will be much stronger and able to handle your next experience with adversity because there will be, there will be more adversity. And for some, adversity strikes more than once. And the longer you live, (laughs) the more chances adversity will have to rear its ugly head. Many times for many people, they begin to live their best lives after their worst experiences. Check this out. When I was a kid, you know, I used to hear the story. I haven't, you know, researched this, but I've heard it enough that Walt Disney, the founder of Disneyland, Disney World, Mickey Mouse, and Minnie Mouse, and all of those wonderful Walt Disney characters, I think Peter Pan, Pinocchio, and all the other cats that, that may have come under the umbrella of, of Disney, that Walt Disney was homeless before he made it big. And he was supposedly homeless, word on the street that he was homeless in Central Park. And the character Mickey Mouse came about because as a homeless person in Central Park, Walt Disney, the founder and creator of all the Disney World, Disneyland, and all these wonderful movies that that come under the name of Disney, started with Walt Disney. But back to the mouse or the mice, or maybe they were even rats because I grew up in New York and I don't know that there's any mice in Central Park, but there are such things as field mice. Okay, let's just keep it on the field mice perhaps. But the the story goes that Walt Disney used to feed the mice in Central Park when he was homeless sleeping on the benches. Now, how are you homeless and you feeding mice? I figured if I was homeless, I would first feed myself and maybe uh, – Leave the mice to fend for themselves, all right? But anyway, the character of Mickey Mouse, and Mickey Mouse has been around forever, okay? But think about that. Walt Disney, he is deceased and has been deceased a long time, but his legacy lives on based on the fact that he was homeless And he created a character, Mickey Mouse, once he rebounded. You hear that? Rebounded. Got it back together. And life is not what happens to you. It's how you handle what happens to you. Think about this. People like Tyler Perry. I think Tyler Perry is a billionaire. Steve Harvey may be almost a billionaire, if not a billionaire yet. They both were homeless. Kirk Franklin. The musician, the artist, the producer, he was homeless. That Kirk Franklin changed gospel music forever. He changed the trash forever. Simone Biles, the most decorated gymnast in the United States, in United States history, she was adopted. These are just a few people I name that have turned their pain into purpose, their pain, into game. And by now, you know my story. If you listen to this podcast and know you 
I'm sorry. If you have listened, I need to slow down. I'm all excited about this topic, and now I'm falling all over my words. Let me get it together here. By now, you know my story. If you have listened to this podcast enough, you would know that my mother died suddenly when I was nine years old. Three years later, my older sister overdosed on heroin. And then three years after that, I was diagnosed with type 1 diabetes. By the time I was 15 years old, I had experienced a windfall of tragedy, adversity, and devastating life experiences of which none of them were my fault. But, B-U-T, somehow, you know, I don't even remember thinking about trying to do what I did to overcome all of these experiences. I, you know, just managed to, I guess, have the resilience, and I found the strength to keep going and keep living. And, of course, my life got better. And then, you know, most recently, I, I just mentioned my diagnosis with prostate cancer. My diagnosis, I should say. But fortunately for me, it was caught in time. And I just recently completed my radiation treatments. And as I said earlier, I am on my way to recovery and healing from this. I don't even want to call it an illness because there was not one day that I was bedridden. There was not one day that I was feeling sick. There was just not one day that I was down or depressed about that diagnosis. So I'm just going to say I had, you know, people say they had a uh, situationship. I had a diagnosis ship where I just dealt with what I had to deal with, and now I'm back on the air bringing you the podcast. By the way, I love to do this, and I, I hope you love listening to me deliver this content because I just enjoy this, and, and I'm hoping that it makes a difference in your life and, and in the lives of anybody you know. So as I said, please tell a friend, tell a friend, Tell anybody you know about Station B.O.B. And with that said, it's time to let a promo in. Have you read any good books lately? Your host, Robert T. Gartner Jr., also known as Dr. Rob, is the author of three great books. In his first book, The Choices We Make, Robert takes a look at relationships to help readers learn how to have a good relationship with themselves before they can have good relationships with others. In his second book, Access Denied, Robert brings an eye-opening perspective about what happens to children and fathers when their relationships with the mothers of their children end on bad terms. Robert explores what he calls child pawn when a parent, usually the mother, uses a child as a weapon to hurt the other parent. Robert provides a let-go lab in his book to help parents find positive ways to resolve their issues in the best interest of their children. Light Up Your Life is Robert's latest book. Robert writes about the fact that we are all born with a special God-given talent. Even though we are all born with a special talent, most of us miss our true calling. In this book, you will learn how to find your special talent and light up your life so that you can become the person you were born to be and live a more fulfilled, purpose-driven life. Books are available 
at barnesandnobles.com, amazon.com, and Robert's website, relationshipreadiness.org. Thank you, and back to the show. Okay, thank you so much for that. I just want to keep my books on your mind and let you know that you can get more of this information, content, and the books I write and the books that are available for sale. And so I think this is a great topic, and I believe that um, – let me just check with the audience. What, what do you think? How are we doing? All right. Somebody happy about what we are doing here at Station B.O.B. And so to continue on with the topic, it's okay to not be okay. What I think what we have to understand is that when things go wrong, as they sometime will, don't you quit. You get mad, feel sad, cry, scream, and yell, and then you stand up again and use your faith, your resilience, fortitude, your wherewithal, and your tenacity. You have all of these inner strengths inside of you to help you overcome yet another adverse situation. I have to tell you, I need to calm down. I'm just so excited. I guess you feel my energy and I I feel your energy too. I feel you. I'm feeling you. Are you feeling me? Okay. So, you know, there is a saying that I heard. I heard a lot as a child, as a matter of fact, and I don't hear it much these days, but you know, as I said, the the game is the same. Only the players have changed, but this player has not changed because you see, I'm still bringing up the 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 old sayings back in the day. So from back in the day, so that saying was, "Only the strong survive." And as a young man, a young child, I didn't really know what that meant, but it that. That saying always stuck with me. Only the strong survive. And just for the record, and for those of you, this 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 message about only the strong survive, that is not for those of you. It is, but in a way, it, 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 it's saying something different. If you're all muscle-bound and, you know, built, like Mike Tyson used to be built, that's, that's wonderful. I, I'm not mad at you. But only the strong survive. That is not about being chiseled and having big muscles and and that you can bench press 500 pounds. Only the strong survive. What that saying means is that you have to be strong on the inside. Your emotions, yes, it is very important to be physically fit. But I believe that it is even more important to be emotionally fit because that is how you handle a sudden loss, getting dumped by your girlfriend or your boyfriend for no reason, getting dumped by the person you love and the person you thought loved you too, or suddenly Getting fired after 15 years from the job you love, the job you gave so much of yourself. Or you might find out that your best friend is sleeping with your fiance 
Yes, indeed. Things will happen. But the question is, what are you going to do when they happen? Are you going to run and hide and think about suicide? Or are you going to know and understand that this, I'm sorry, that in this life we live, things will happen that can be bad. But it is not about what happens to you. It is about how you respond to what happens. So you can turn your pain into purpose. And do what you were born to do to make the the world a better place. Let me make one last point about this topic. As I bring it to a close, think about it like this. You know, our lives, your life is like a painting. It's like you painting a picture, you know, just think about your life on a canvas and that you're painting, you know, maybe a picture of yourself or just your journey in life. So, while you're painting the picture of yourself or your life, you're going to make mistakes on the color of the paint. You're going to make mistakes on on the images that you're trying to create with your paintbrush. You use different colors to make it better. You leave it alone. Sometimes you think about what what you can add, what you can take away, what you can change to make it better. But you keep painting, which means you keep living until you make your painting, until you make your life what you want it to be. And then you paint some more and until the painting is what you want it to be. Life is like a work of art. You keep painting while you keep living to make it better. And with that said, remember, That happiness is a choice. Choose happiness. And sometimes you are not just going to have a good day. You have to make it a good day. And when things go wrong, as they sometimes will, don't you ever, never, ever quit. And with that said, as always, remember, Love is an action, not a word, and it is not supposed to hurt. Thank you so much for tuning in once again, my friend, and spending time with me at Station B.O.B., where you listen to learn how to become the best of your being in life, love, and work. Until the next time we meet, don't hurt nobody. As we wrap up this show, I hope this topic helped you to grow. And now you know a little bit more than you knew before. If you have any questions about this topic, please email me at changeagentrtg at gmail.com. See my website, relationshipreadiness.org. To learn more about my counseling, consulting, and educational programs related to life, love, and work. Finally, in the words of the late, great Reverend 
Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. If I can help somebody as I pass along, if I can cheer somebody with a word or song, if I can show somebody he is traveling wrong, then my living will not be in vain. Until we meet again, do the right thing when nobody is looking. Peace, beloved.